On the 1st of July, Solomon Islands reopened to the world. The two years it has been closed since the start of the pandemic has been hard on the hospitality industry. The owner of the King Solomon Hotel, where I'm staying, Sue Kennedy, says they were only able to keep all of their staff by cutting down on the number of days they worked. But one month on from the border reopening, there seems to be a lot of activity. Not just the changing skyline as massive sports infrastructure for next year's Commonwealth Games take shape, but also in the number of visitors, most of them on business trips in the country. The seclusion has also given rise to another kind of ingenuity. Wandering away from the commemorations for a bit, I met cocoa exporter James Kana, who is connecting rural farmers with high-end chocolatiers in the UK. Yeah, so uh, uh, my name is James. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, agribusiness. Uh, I'm uh, doing uh, a agribusiness uh, uh, in the islands. Uh, that's more in small Malaita, Malaita province. And uh, actually, we're now just, you know, at the Point Cruise area, just waiting to get some few of, of those uh, premium cocoa bags. So that's basically sun-dried uh, cocoa bags uh, that came from the farmers down in Small Malaita. And what do you do with them? So what I do is I uh, bring them here and then uh, we pack them up. So um, we have uh, buyers which we would be able to sell it. So the business is doing that for the farmer. So that's both for uh, the buyers who are based in Honya. Yeah. Uh, but also we are now moving towards getting uh, uh, buyers out in the uh, export markets. Right. So this is what I'm basically yeah. doing for them, uh, yeah. trying to access to those markets, which is pretty much the, the most challenging thing for most of the farmers mm, here. Yeah. yeah. And is it, is it um, like premium, uh, uh, is, you said copra, yeah? Uh, cocoa. Cocoa, sorry. Is it yeah. so premium? The raw cocoa? Are you downstreaming or anything like that? Yeah. So this, uh, the name premium goes to see that you know uh, cocoa beans are being uh, produced or processed from uh, high quality. Uh, so that means uh, when the cocoa beans harvested from the tree, it is being well cared for and delicately harnessed, managed. So that's basically the taking off from the pod and then crack it, and then that process will go to a fermentation. So the fermentation, after a couple of days, they'll go through a drying process. And so the drying, uh, the, the usual way of drying is like they do hot air dryers, and that's sometimes you use smoke, which uh, gave, gave you that very smoky kind of taste, which is uh, not, good, not, right? not really good for quality. Hence, the price that you get will be uh, uh, not much good too. Whereas with the premium one, you get to sun-dried and so use the heat and the natural uh, energy to actually heat the whole bean and then it able to uh, dry it. And then that process gives you a bit much more mellow, uh, uh, nutty flavor, which uh, premium buyers, they would really want yeah. that taste. And are you using the, like, the, the, the solar plastic and that kind of stuff? Yes, so solar is the one that you use to produce uh, the drying process, but they use that UV plastic to put those cocoa beans inside. Yeah. And that process gives you probably range between 40 to 50 degrees Celsius, uh, on a very hot day, yeah. so that's uh, it's pretty much the same as when you're using the hot, uh, yeah. the hot air dryer. Yeah, I can feel the heat today. It must work. <laughs> um, with, with the finding markets, it, it, how 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 does that go around? How do you find markets for these products? Yes. So uh, recently, we are also engaged in a uh, initiative uh, which we call the Less Than Container Load or LCL for short. 
It is a project that is supported by the Australian and New Zealand governments through the Pharma Plus program. Uh, we try to use technology and working together with all the partners to consolidate uh, and share volume in a container load. So the problem here is you have a whole lot of stack of empty containers. So you can see, you know, those depots are just, you know, filled with empty containers. So, so that means is uh, we have five containers coming in uh, as being imported, but there's only one container going out as full. That's pre-COVID. Now with COVID and a lot of things come up, uh, it has affected exports. And we, with a lot of those developments happening now, uh, that's pretty much, uh, you know, builds more empty containers. And uh, most of those containers also shipped out empty, which is, I would say, inefficient. Uh, and, uh, it, uh, and, you know, this uh, whole carbon miles, you know, have an impact on the climate, that's not really good. So what we do is how can we use the innovation of the, uh, the digital uh, uh, platform so we're able to develop that through the support and then how we can call, uh, uh, pull together all the different uh, farmers, exporters and the consolidators to actually get to the market. Actually, for you know, the premium market, it's quite really hard to send out because uh, all these uh, producers here are very small. So for us, it's basically how can we share together. And so by sharing, you, you can able to uh, share the cost, but also at the same time fill container that meets the minimum volume to actually send out to the market. And so uh, we managed to get our first container out in May of this year. We've basically uh, tried it, and uh, I would say the, uh, it was a successful one. Uh, our market is uh, in UK. It's a very boutique market. Uh, it goes to two high-end boutique uh, chocolate makers, uh, Fire Tree uh, Chocolate and uh, Palm Street uh, Chocolate. And they both uh, produce to high-end uh, uh, market like the Harrods uh, shop. Uh, in UK, which, you know, it's quite a big market there. Uh, and uh, that signifies that they are very positive in terms of getting our premium products from the salmon. Uh, our consolidators here are uh, Diana Yates from uh, Catliro. Uh, they able to have orders that uh, uh, the UK market required, but also David Cable is one of our uh, star uh, cocoa producer and exporter here in the Solomon. So, um, having to build more of that exposure, we were able to uh, build on that a success to get more to the other market. Mm. So, actually, now we are looking at three more containers. So, uh, our next container is looking at to go to Auckland in New Zealand. So, that's uh, pretty much a big uh, uh, work for us to actually try to target because if it's successful we able to get more of the shipments with a regular flow so we can get more of our premium cocoa beans to the New Zealand market at an affordable price not just for uh, the buyers but also getting the sharing the cost for the consolidators and the producer and the exporter uh, with all the issues that around with shipping and logistics and freight and stuff like that also in the midst of all this COVID-19 so yeah if anyone wants to check out your work and, and, and get involved, uh, where can they find you guys? 
Yeah, so if uh, they want to contact us, we are uh, on, uh, online. So uh, it's called UNU's UNO Agribusiness Group. We, we have a website, but also a Facebook page that uh, you, you can have a look at it. And, and how do you spell that? Uh, it spells uh, started with U. U uh, uh, N E Usu Uno, uh, which starts with uh, uh, a represent uh, name of the the village, uh, but also the the location of where the farms are in Small Malaita. Yeah. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. The ingenuity and passion that James Carner has for his work is something I've been hearing more and more of walking around the capital, and it's encouraging to see that underneath all of the negativity that seems to surround Solomon Islands on the international stage, the people here are still as genuine and welcoming as ever. It's only been three years since I was last home, but so much has changed. And even though the borders have reopened, the road to recovery has just begun.